Oh, no worries. It was just, it was just like you guys were both dead silent. And I was just like, am I muted? <laughs> What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in again to Our Stories, Your Legacy. And we're back again with a whole nother episode, another fire round episode. But this is part three of our last two episodes. Um, uh, again, we appreciate our listener who uh, brought this question to us. And um, it's a great question. It, it got us going, you know, three different episodes uh, spanning that topic about, you know, um, the difference in how we are living and growing up in our generation and how that compares to uh, the generation of the previous folks, including our parents and grandparents and whatnot. Uh, and just kind of like how their expectations uh, from what they learned of how they survived through their generation and how they expected us to do the same thing. However, we're living in a different time, different technology, different, um, different resources uh, of living. So from the first part one, the original episode two weeks ago, we just kind of a refresher. We were talking about how um, kind of the idea of those generational differences. So kind of like generally talking about that. Um, last week, um, we kind of talked about um, just the general generational differences of our professional life and our of how we kind of think about work, you know? Um, so go ahead and check out that episode about what we discussed there. Typically about the discussion between how in our generation with the, with the information age, the internet age, um, you know, we tend to be more flexible with our work or we tend to be more, um, more hands in the pot per se, like our nest egg isn't married to one job. So, uh, go ahead and check out that episode. Um, you know, we talk about the positives and the negatives of uh, our internet uh, of our generation. Now, continuing to part three. Um, and, you know, this is kind of like a big one that um, we kind of touched on from the first episode. It's kind of the concept of marriage. Like, you know, for instance, why do people even choose to get married? especially these days, like, you know, is, is marriage even a goal anymore for our generation in general, you know? And so again, as always, um, there's no right or wrong answer. This is something that uh, we appreciate our listener bring to us. And we hope that uh, overall you guys enjoy this and just hear our feedback. This is just our, our personal opinion. And uh, we hope you guys can join the conversation with us. So as always, before we jump right into the question, uh, we're going to do a quick roundtable check, feel the vibe around the room, and see who's with us today. First up, Zavon, how's it going, brother? It's going. Uh, you know how it is, same shit every day. Um, pretty much hit the one-year mark on 15 days to slow the spread, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we say happy anniversary? Is that is that how is how do we deal with how do we approach this? It is. It is a one year, huh? You say happy fifteen days to slow the spread, or happy one year anniversary of fifteen days to slow the spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, what do you guys think? You guys think time time flew, or or or. 
I don't know. We're still in a mess of things. So I guess time is still a mess for us. We're still mishmashed together. Yeah, it's kind of a weird spot to be in, honestly. It, it, I'd say yeah. it went by quick, but it also went by extremely slow. So Right. Well, 2021, it's moving. And uh, Tyler, how's it going with you, man? How's uh, how's this day going? How's uh, March 2021 for you? It's going going well so far. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, today was just, just a plain day. I feel like uh, it's training at work and for – my regional director position. Um, but other than that, yeah, kind of a plain day, honestly, didn't really Yeah. morning, morning felt like it went by fast afternoon felt like it was the slowest afternoon in the world. So uh, right. literally just a, another day in uh, COVID paradise, I guess you just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel, I feel the same way. I mean, as as our listeners know, um, we always release every episode every Sunday, and we record them typically early in the week. And so, you know, um, uh, this is our, you know, this is our typical tough case of a typical COVID day. You know, and we try to make the best of it, but some days just hit us harder. You know, so I feel you, and hopefully. Um, you know, we could get into the the weeds of this question to awaken us up. Um, it's usually always a good fire to go to sleep with. So thank you, guys. Let's jump right in. So as a refresher, here's the question of the day, and I'm going to leave it open for uh, anyone to answer um, uh, to jump right into it. So we're talking about the concept of marriage, you know, um, is it even a goal, like a priority goal, like typically stereotypical uh, stereotypical goals of past generations or even in our, you know, Hollywood style culture? Is marriage, like, you know, is marriage even a top goal for us now in our generation? And then, you know, and then go ahead and elaborate on that. Like, you know, why do you feel people choose to get married whether it's your own personal experience or, you know, just a general, general idea of what you feel about. Um, I think for me, it's one of those things that I feel like, you know, coming from, let me back it up a little bit. Uh, you know, growing up, I think marriage is like the ultimate goal. Um, you know, you're kind of taught as a child uh, growing up, it's like, Oh, you know, marriage, uh, you want to get, you know, find somebody, you want to marry them, you want to have kids, you want to buy a house, you want to live happily ever after. That's kind of like the storybook uh, <clears throat> uh, tale that, uh, that you get told, uh, that you kind of get, um, see, see everywhere, I guess. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us too, coming from that generation also kind of had an idea of like, um, you had to be married by 24, or your life is over and you risk, you know, certain things with kids and all that stuff. But, you know, it's just, uh, we're just in a different time now where I think obviously, <clears throat> at least in our friend group, you know, people are getting married closer to 30. Um, and that's kind of also just this generation um, of millennial and whatnot. Um, they either get married right away or they wait till they're 30. Uh, the the mid twenties are kind of just, you know, I don't know. It kind of fluctuates. Um, 
I think for me personally, I think, yes, eventually I, marriage is something that I want um, to hop into. Do I think that marriage is completely necessary? I, I don't think it is. Um, just with how, how things go uh, these days, you know, because when you, when you think about marriage, it's like, what really is marriage, honestly, other than just <clears throat> having paperwork and a certificate saying that your guys are married and kind of legally bound to one another that way um, and insurance and all of that stuff. So uh, for me, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like, yes, uh, marriage is still a thing, but it could also from the other side could just be completely unnecessary. Um, I don't really know where to go on this one. Yeah. Uh, just no. cause yeah, I, no. yeah, no, I, it, like I said, it, it's definitely one of those things. I think a lot of people choose, um, not to get married, uh, for, for a while, just because they might date for a long time. I think it's just the ideals of each person, honestly. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. typically I, I not trying to be stereotype anything, just throwing it out there. Um, but you know, there's, you know, either or of the partners in a, uh, in a relationship could or may want a ring to signify uh, the marriage there. Um, and some people want a huge wedding and all that stuff. And that obviously that's, that's the route that I would go uh, if we're talking about marriage is like a wedding side of things. Um, but you know, a lot of people, it's just one of those things. Like if you live in the same household and you're legally living together for seven years, it's common law at that point, you don't actually have to be married. It's just common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, so, let me, uh, yeah. no, thank you. no, I mean, um, we kind of touched on this in the previous episode and you were kind of leaning towards it. Um, you know, uh, when we were growing up, maybe we saw it through TV or we saw it through, uh, our parents' marriage, like you're right, man. Even for me, uh, the the fairy book, the fairy tale ending was, regardless of any of my successes in my life, the ultimate goal was that I I better be married, especially by mid twenties, right when you were younger. Um, I'm engaged to be married now, but you know I'm closer to thirty than than um, than being in my mid twenties. But you're right. Um, the reality is a little different. Uh, you know, I mean, we could even dive into the history of these things, right? Because typically, uh, if you're talking about um, our old, maybe our previous generation, their their goal used to be, you know, it was common for um, to have a household that was just um, uh, a one job household, right? And so that means like, the ultimate goal was to settle down, right? So you you know you, you have one person who was the uh, lack of a better term the breadwinner, and then typically the other person's uh, is is a housemate, uh, right? Um, you know, so it could be a house husband, housewife, it doesn't matter, and and their goal was to find that white picket fence picket fence house, you know, and then have kids, and that's it. Um, that's what I, that's what I believe the difference of our generation is, you know, no longer is the only obtainable goal in our life, um, is getting married, getting a white picket fence house in the suburbs, um, and having, having kids, um, you know, and so for me personally, 
yes, I'm getting married. Um, and, and I agree with Tyler. Is it really necessary? Uh, probably not, you know, um, like the reason am I going into the marriage? Uh, is it because, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, like from my personal experience, like, um, my partner and I, uh, I feel like we are, we are committed, right? We're committed. If anything, uh, just to put it frank, we're getting married because we want to throw at throw a big ass party, right? Reasonably in our budget, though, we're we're not going to go crazy and spend something extravagant that's going to put us in a hole financially for life. So, but but see, that's the difference, though. Um, I remember from our last episode, we would discuss how people typically tend to um, want to get married before they experience uh, life, right? I feel like it's different. Um, and, I, and, you know, I'm going to pick on, uh, check in with you next, Yvonne, because we had a lot of good points together from the first episode. But when it comes to marriage, it's marriage should be like, like the peak, right? I mean, obviously, there's probably more to grow on the, on the, on the, on the, the marriage, but to get to marriage should be like a final commitment that you said, you know what, we worked out we we talked about our finances. We talked about things that make life worth living, you know, our goals. We established our boundaries. We done all that. We even probably lived with each, with each other. Um and marriage is you know making it literally official cuz spiritually, physically, mentally we're already official, but we're just making it official in the eyes of the law, you know. So for personally, for me, I think um, in our generation, marriage isn't like the ultimate goal anymore. You know, if anything, it's I feel like it's one of those things where you either get married because you're pressured because of societal pressure um, or, yeah, because of societal pressure. I don't know. Maybe you had a baby out of wedlock, so you're forced to get married, whatever. But I feel like if you want to get married, it should always be because um, it's a both consenting decision that you guys want to do together. Um, my opinion. And, and ultimately, if you guys decide to not get married, that's a great decision as well, too. You know, because um, you're right. I think in our generation, marriage uh, can loosely be defined as um you know, not by law anymore. Right. You know, like if you, if like I, I could look at my partner, we could buy another house together, have kids, have pets. Um, and I would still see that as marriage in my eyes. Right. Without the official ring. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's just a, a lot of it has to do with just status too, you know, Yep. Status and yeah, status yeah. and uh, societal pressure. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, I know, I know some people in my life um, that I've known quite some time and, you know, 10 years plus, uh, and they're, they're older, you know, they're in their, they're in their sixties and they've, you know, been together with, uh, with their partner or significant other for like 45 years and they just never got married, you know? It's just one of those things that like, yeah, sure. There's the official legal stuff and insurance and paperwork and all that stuff on the back end and taxes and all that stuff. But 
you know, if you go and ask any like married couple now, even in our friend group, they'll, they'll tell you like, Hey, what's different about marriage? And they might say, well, nothing, you know, other than there's a ring on my finger. Um, but they said, you know, nothing changes between them. The dynamic doesn't change, you know, and, the, and that's what it should be. Honestly, it's like when you get married, you shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be any differences there. Um, I mean, granted, going back to the previous episode and everything too, like um, if you're in a situation where, you know, you, you get married, but you have never lived with one another and then you, you know, move in after you get married, then yeah, sure. There's probably going to be some differences there and things are going to be a little different just because you've never really lived with that person. Um, so there's that adjustment period, but, um, but I think, yeah, it's one of those things like, you know, I don't, I don't think marriage is necessary just because it, like most people will tell you in, in, in their marriage, nothing changes, um, literally other than the status. Uh, and then, you know, the other part of it is like you said, like, you know, you guys are getting married to kind of just throw a, just a big party, you know, cause that's one of those things too, obviously within budget, but <clears throat> that's something to, you know, people look at too. It's like, what, what's stopping like, you know, us from just going down to the courthouse, having our one witness and getting married there, uh, yeah. having just a, like not a huge ceremony that everyone can go to where you obviously you're paying money for that portion of it as well. Um, but just, you know, going down the courthouse, signing papers and just getting married there, officially getting yeah, married. Yeah. And then later, later on when you're ready. And obviously during these times when COVID dies down, if it ever does, um, however many years from now. Um, but you know, maybe you like during COVID when you're getting married and stuff, cause a lot of people are, um, and you see this more right now is like, Hey, we're going to get married. It's going to be a very small wedding. Um, might only be four people in the courthouse, which I think actually is like the limit anyways right now, but you go down there, you get married, you sign all your paperwork and you're officially engaged or married. Um, and then, you know, you say, Hey, you, or maybe you don't tell anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Oh, we're going to get yeah. married. We're going to get married right now because we want to. And then maybe later on, we just hold like a, almost like a fake ceremony. Yeah. In yeah. That regard, or just hold a reception later kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I mean, to be honest, um, uh, I just uh, officiated, um, you know, um, a wedding recently. And I'm sure other people uh, who officiate other weddings can attest to this, but um, almost all weddings, like, typical weddings um the people aren't even married yet the ceremony is technically all fake ceremony because um, your officiant is technically your official witness and you know technically you could just find any officiant to sign the paper for you and just Mm -hmm. get you married by law so so that kind of goes back to what you're originally saying tyler where it's like it's sometimes um Sometimes in our generation, it's all about the status in the show, you know, because it's like you want to, uh, you know, this is probably a bigger topic for later, but like, you know, talking about the internet age, you know, social media age, um, you know, we want to, you know, show off for marriage. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 It's just one of those things, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 
honestly, it would be nice to just kind of get other people's, you know, obviously these are our opinions, but, you know, talking to, you know, someone like Ray and Anna who have been on our show before, um, well, maybe not Anna, Ray has, but, you know, we could talk to them. They've been wife, yeah, two years at this point. Uh, you know, you have you, uh, Jomar, Jero, all of you are engaged right now. You know, you can ask the question, why are you getting married? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's just one of those things. Obviously, this topic can kind of go on and on. And uh, you can almost have a whole right, right. just this part and getting the reaction of people that have been married and, you know, that are engaged or thinking about it. So. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I think yeah, it's obviously yeah. just preference and status, like we like we've said. But I'll right. step back. So, Zavon, I, I yeah, Zavon, I, I have a follow up for you. Uh, speaking of status and showmanship, do you feel part of that that pressure to show off that status comes from family too? Uh, the status of getting married or being yeah. married. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, it's funny. Uh, going back to like our our first episode regarding this, um, with the generational differences and generational gaps and in the context of marriage, my mom and I we we both see eye to eye in regards to like what I want for my future and, and getting married. Like, um, for me, I'm I'm very open to not being married. Um. Like I can be with a partner for like 10 years out, like happily with a partner. We're growing together. We're pursuing our own goals while also pursuing our, our goals as a couple. And I would not be like in a rush to get married as like, you know, some folks would, or even traditionally back, like, you know, decades ago, or it's like get married, like, I don't know, after like a year or even like a few months and stuff, you know, people have their own pace and they set their own pace. Each and every couple sets their own pace. The funny thing is I, 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 I get more pressure from my friends in a joking manner, but like I hear it most frequently from my friends. They're like, oh, yeah, when you get married, cause I can't wait to go to your wedding and stuff. I'm like, you're going to be waiting a long time. Cause I really don't plan on it anytime soon. I just don't. Uh, I don't even, like, I don't even have a partner. So like, and I'm not like in a rush for that either. So it's like, I'm going at my own pace. I'm very happy with where I'm at. And mom and the family are really supportive of it but it's not like we're not thinking about it like obviously i'm working towards my future i'm like okay eventually i will you know find a partner and and be committed to them even if marriage is not like you know in the picture but it eventually will be i'm saying like you know in expedited fashion is like you know uh regarding back to the more traditional sense of marriage and stuff like Date a couple months, I get engaged, wait a little bit, uh, get married within like the span of like a year or two. And uh, um, yeah, I, I love that you said that though. Um, going at your own pace or, or a couple going at their own pace. I mean, that's huge because um, from my experience, uh, like, um, I think you're very lucky to have supportive family who don't pressure you. And I hope you have more friends who don't pressure you as well, you know, and, and, and whatnot, not even in a joking way, because it's, you know, it's, it, we shouldn't, um, you know, 
degrade someone else just because that's not their goal. You know what I mean? And you're right. Cause even with myself and my partner, I think um, regardless of what anyone says, this is our pace, our commitment to our own pace. And I think that's huge. Um, and the reason why, and I want to touch base on the family thing again. Um, you know, here's a weird dynamic um, that I've experienced from a firsthand, you know, and, and I know, uh, Zvon, you and Tyler uh, are not engaged yet, but there's this weird dynamic. And this is why I'm going back to the showmanship and status part of it again. When we got engaged, there was people who we're not very close with that felt entitled to come out of the woodwork and feel as if they were entitled to a, be a part of our wedding or, and, or whatnot, you know? And, and, and I think if we ask people who are engaged or people who were married, that there is this pressure, uh, unexpected pressure or not, you know, now I'm not like, for example, if you have a supportive, um, and I'm speaking from experience from, uh, from friends who've been married and whatnot, thinking about it this way, you may have a supportive, uh, family member now, who, who, um, you know, is respecting your boundaries of when you want to get married, but when you get married, then it feels like people feel entitled to make their decisions. You know, like for example, family members feel entitled to dictate how your wedding is done or who you need to invite and who needs to be there and whatnot. Um, just from my experience, and I'm not saying this for all weddings, but that's where I feel like, um, uh, one, a wedding should always be about the couple themselves at their own pace and at their own commitment, that that everyone else is not part of this matrimony, you know? Um, so it's a huge dynamic. Right. And I think um, because this is a lot of expectations from from our family side, too, that can happen. So. So maybe the family pressure, I hope even on our side, doesn't ever show up or even on our friends. I'm not going to lie. I uh, from from a pressure that I have on myself uh, from my experience of getting engaged and getting married soon is a societal one. And here's from my experience. I have pressure to announce to my friends and family who's going to be my groomsmen. Um, and I know from the back of my mind and talking with my partner, I could give two shits who um, I feelings I hurt. However, I'm thinking about it, am I? And so because it's that societal pressure where I feel like, um, you know, there'll be people who feel like there'll be, a, I feel like there may be people who will be upset about my decision of who I choose to be on my groom's line. I'm not, I'm not just talking about friends. I'm talking about family too, you know? Um, so marriage is a weird dynamic, but I think Zavanya hit it right on the head is at the end of the day, man, it's about, it's about your part, you and your partner, um, you know, and, and regardless, and it's your guy's own decision. Even if you don't choose to get married, or maybe you, you're like, you know what, let's get married when two decades from now. So, so that's that's kind of like why I was kind of like um, 
I want to, I, I wanted to hear your, your perspective on family pressure. And, and that was a good point um, that you brought up. Yeah. And I, I would also like to add, like, even though there's no direct pressure coming from my family, mom per se, um, like subconsciously and like my, my, my brother and I like have spoken about it. It's like, you know, we would love to see, you know, mom be a grandma because you know she loves she would love that as well so but the thing is like my, my brother and his wife like they're not in a rush or playing kids anytime soon and like obviously i'm nowhere close to that i'm not, like i would love to have kids love to be married like that's my end goal um but again like not in a rush for it but also taking into consideration you know what mom would my mom's like one of her greatest desires is to to be a grandma and then see like you know the legacy of her son's like continue uh through you know kids right see the next generation because i I could see it every time my mom like interacts with like uh, extended family members like kids and whatnot like you you could tell she she just misses like pretty much being a figure to like uh uh like a little kid yeah yeah and um yeah because obviously i i I, like my brother and i we we grew up way too fast and uh, time flies so so there's that pressure that like my brother and i we we continue to keep in mind and whatnot Uh, obviously like there's more pressure on him because he's married he's essentially like settled Mm -hmm. so him and his wife were discussing you know their their next steps in life not just not just regarding kids so yeah do you feel you're going uh do you feel that because i i i kind of uh i kind of feel that same way too where like do you feel the pressure is because you have such a strong love for your mom because i'm not gonna lie i i'm the same way where you know my parents don't pressure me at all too whether it's wedding whether it's kids but i know they love kids kind of like your mom does and so part of my guilt is pressuring myself because i know they love that and so that's like my love for them to one day want to have kids you know what i mean like is it because more of the love for your mom that you feel like a little guilt you know oh yeah yeah for sure that that is like supernatural yeah uh, i think it's safe to say my brother feels it too um like i said especially with him being married and him like essentially um and have he's been married for like uh five six six years now so yeah the pressure's more on him so i can't imagine what he uh he's been you know going through and thinking i can't speak for that but as for myself yeah i do feel that that guilt from time to time especially when for me personally like even when i was like a kid which is funny it's so sappy like it was always my dream to be married and settled by like 27 and i'm about to turn 27 in like two months but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling guilt regarding that. It's more of like fulfilling my mom's desires and my dreams for my family as a whole. Like I always dreamt about like, yeah, being married and settled at 27, but also living in my dream home and having the family over for like a barbecue and mom's just relaxing on the back porch doing whatever. And, you know, not like just stress-free, but we also got to take into consideration, like, you know, and to be real, like, like, how much society has changed and the dynamics with the culture and, and, and the overall dating culture. You know, if I have to speak truthfully and I won't go too far in the rabbit hole, like 
why I'm not like even with someone yet is because I like I have super high standards with who I want as in a partner because I believe in the traditional, um, more conservative, more conventional partnership. Uh, a lot of folks these days are more like liberated where they, and this is on them, like do what they can do, whatever they want. Like they're more, it's like the polyamory, open relationships, open dating, you know, going from partner to partner. That's whatever it is that they do. That's their thing. Not for me, not here in like Western civilization and modern America. So for me, I, I, I am very picky as like some of my friends like to joke. I just have standards for myself because the partner I want is for a future that we can build together and, and to eventually settle with, um, settle together. Um, whether that be, um, through like us getting, actually getting married and having kids or just, you know, lifetime partnership without the, the certificate of approval. In other words, you know, marriage certificate, but yeah, there's that. So you just got to take into consideration like the, just the, how things are in the world and how it's changing. And that, that can always play, uh, that, that always has some sort of influence in how we find our partners and, and who we find and who we end up with, um, for the lifetime. Right. So it's just like, essentially just like a water droplet in a pool and it, it just ripples throughout it affects everyone. And, and not everyone sees it like right away. Some see it at hindsight. Some people are, are aware of it, especially through experience. Uh, I, I would say like, I'm just aware of it through many aspects. So through the stories, experiences, things I've witnessed, researched, it's crazy. But mm -hmm. you know, what can you do? You just got to take it day by day and live with, with the life you're given. Mm -hmm. You mentioned um, kind of just how the world changes is what influences. us. Um, do you feel the ultimate goal still is to be married and have kids like you used to thought you used to think when you were younger, or is that still like top five, but no longer like number one? In terms of your priority it's still a priority for me it's a value of mine i mm -hmm. I, I strongly advocate a nuclear family mm -hmm. the reason why I, I would love to have a kid or kids it's just not in a rush it's not i would say like i held it over my head as like a high promise more when i was like when i was younger growing up mm -hmm. and now i'm just like oh okay i, I can push that forward i got mm -hmm. other things to take care of Makes sort sense. of thing but I'm not like stressing out about it. It's like, holy shit, I didn't fulfill my goal at 27. I'm not married. I'm not settled. I don't have a house. No, it's just it, because the world's changing and, and we have no control of, you know, the politics and the stuff that's going on in, in the nation we live in right now. It, it, you just got to live with it and you just got to adjust accordingly. Uh, one of the greatest strengths a uh, human being can have in life is resilience. So I just live with it and I, I, I plan accordingly. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that sentiment. Cause I think, um, I mean, you and I tend to always be on the same wavelength. Um, cause I'm gonna ask Tyler the same question too, but for me, yeah, that, that I would say it's still a priority of mine, but you're right with the world changing and how we age in this new generation. Um, 
I feel like now I don't feel like our mortality is going to extend. Like, you know, we can't predict death, but I don't feel the rush. Like you said, Zavon, that this must happen at the timeline that I dreamed of when I was 10 years old, you know? So no, how about you, Tyler? Do you feel you your do you feel it's still a priority? I mean, obviously, I, I feel like we, we all agree, you know, getting married, have, having kids is the priority. But what's your thoughts on, you know, talking, telling this to your 10 year old self that the timeline changed? Like, do you feel disappointed? Or what would you tell them about about this new timeline? Right? Um, you, you know, I, I would not mind telling my 10 year old self that I think, I think we were lucky enough to kind of just like learn it, not necessarily disappointment as we, as we were going through it. Um, I, you know, I, for me, it's still a priority at some point, uh, but you know, I'm not in a rush at that point either. Uh, you know, cause a lot of people just hop into it and they're not financially stable or whatever it might be. Uh, they're not, they're just not ready mentally either, but they think they are. It, it, there's just a lot of decisions that go into it. Um, but I think if I were to tell my, my younger self, I think, you know, personally, I think my younger self would kind of understand um, just because I've always been one to adapt anyways. Um, but if you, you know, if I came to myself 20 years ago or whatever and said, Hey, just so you know, you may not get married, uh, you know, early twenties or mid twenties. I'd probably just like be like, Oh, okay. Guy. Um, <laughs> obviously that's what my parents taught me, but you know, like, but if, it, if I'm you and you're me and all that stuff, then maybe, maybe, you know what you're talking about, but um, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things. I think we adapt as a, as uh, as we go through generations, I think you know we're kind of like like we've talked about before. It's a cycle. Um, you see more people in the Gen Zers um, getting married earlier. You know, you see them getting married right out of high school, um, which is very similar to like you know the Boomer generation. Um, granted, there was wars happening, so that kind of forced the the speed up process of getting married then. Um, but then the Gen X, you saw some early, some mid mid twenties kind of thing. But then um, this generation, I don't know, it's up and down, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's one of those things. Um, I've always been one to keep it real. I don't try to beat around the bush. I don't try to sugarcoat it when when I'm telling people uh, something that you know maybe a timeline has changed. I think. Um, the best example of that is just like, you know, when you go to college, you know, traditionally it's four years, you know, if you can get done before four years, awesome, you know, awesome. But if, uh, if not, then you're done in four years. That's just how it is. You know, everyone expects you to just finish in four years. And when I was a peer advisor, um, at orientation and everything, I, I mean, I told it how it was, uh, you know, some people, from you know admissions and the other types of things uh on campus weren't happy with what i told the students and their parents on like orientation or freshman preview or whatever it might be because you know i i just kept it i kept it you know 100 on them kept it a buck 
I, I told them like, Hey, you know, traditionally you get done in four years. If you can get done sooner than that, awesome, more power to you. But you know, if you get lost and you get confused and you need more time to figure it out because you study or do whatever it may be, progress at your own pace and you need that fifth year, don't be afraid to take that fifth year. Sure. Yeah. In that today's society, there is a tuition component and money component to it, which I mean, compared to a marriage, same thing. Um, but you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, there's money involved, there's payments involved, um, student loans, whatever it may be paying out of pocket, whatever. Um, but you know, it, it's one of those things. Don't be afraid to know exactly what you're going to do with your life in four years. If, if you need that fifth year to figure it out or just to finish off a degree, or maybe you want to add a minor or whatever it might be, you know, do it, you know, that's your timeline. You know, if someone else is paying for your college and they're like, no, then obviously you're gonna to have to figure that out and just pay for it yourself or do whatever. But, you know, if you need more time to figure out what you want and what you want to do, and you know, cause it's your life, then, you know, don't be afraid to do it. Uh, in kind of the same thing with like marriage, I would just tell whoever is asking myself as a 10 year old or some 10 year old rando kid at the street right now and be like, you, no, I wouldn't do that, but, uh, be really weird. <laughs> yeah. You guy. Hey, you kid, uh, yeah. Billy, I'll name you Billy. I don't know what your name is. Randall. I don't care. It's Billy. Uh, listen, <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, just kind of just fit the facts at the kid kind of thing, but you know, whether they take it or not, that's, that's another thing. I think if you enter high school, uh, same situation, you know, you tell them about marriage, you can tell them about college, whether that, you know, that's another topic we've talked about as well. Um, do you think a four-year institution is completely necessary and all that stuff, you know, to each their own opinion there, you know, um, you get, you know, quality education in college, whether it be community college, a, a vocational college or a state university. So yeah, again, I digress. Um, but yeah, I, it, I think, you know, to Zavon's point is just each person's going to take their own timeline, you know, no, no person's timeline or the pressures or whatever it might be are the same. So, you know, take it in stride and uh, just, uh, just know that you're, you're on your own timeline. You're not on really anybody else's timeline as much as you are being pressured, uh, whether your parents want kids or just a marriage or whatever, um, Sure, the pressure's there, but as long as you have a good understanding with your partner in, in, you know, your partner in crime, your significant other, the one who is going to be your wife or husband elect or whoever you would like to call them, uh, finance, finance, no, finance, fiance, whatever you, whatever the cute terms people want to use of mispronouncing things, um, you know, that's between you guys, honestly. Yeah, thanks for that. Savan, any last points? No. And I think that's a perfect uh, time to wrap it up. Um, just to kind of summarize, um, I think we had a kind of like a great overarching uh, 
conversation on this. And so I kind of want to wrap it up from the main points that I thought was huge. Um, starting with Zavon's point of what he brought up about how the world is constantly changing. So there's like these constant influences, pressures on us. But um, um, I think what you mentioned, which was, you said it beautifully and sorry, I'm butchering it, but it's basically figuring out your own convictions, like uh, whether from what you study, from what you read, from what you witness, you know, figure out what it is you want, right? And 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 to tie that with what Tyler just finished off with too, you know, our generation, um, this age of technology, this age, this information age that you could literally learn anything from the tip of your fingers at your phone. We're not, we're very non-traditional, you know, we're more flexible than our parents' generation. Uh, we, we, what is tradition nowadays? Because we're always doing things new. We have, um, a flurry of choices that we can make. Um, and, you know, and at the end of the day, we don't, we, had, the world is constantly changing and, and we're always constantly adapting, but all of us now don't have to adapt at the same pace or the same timeline. We don't have to make the choices at the same pace or the same timeline. So it's one of those things where um, this is kind of like a good wrapping up point. Um, uh, of answering our listeners question about generational differences. And I think, you know, this, this marriage question sums it up beautifully too. It's like, you know, we don't know exactly what our parents and grandparents went through, you know, um, they had a lot of crazy shit that happened in their timeline, you know, war, whatnot. Right. Uh, for us, it's less of that, but it's at the same time, um, with this new age, it, it kind of forces us to either take things slower or take things faster, but regardless, it teaches us to whether all, whether all this pressure from society, from family or friends and, and you know, what teaches us to like figure out our strongest convictions and do things at our own pace. Um, if we're given that chance, you know, it's easier said than done. Um, Life comes at us hard and fast sometimes, but I think overall, um, I think the take biggest takeaway is that, you know, learn to kind of appreciate where you're at in life, because as we know, you know, with most of us nearing, um, our late twenties and moving on to our thirties or mid thirties and whatnot, you know, life is that really at our own pace, what we, what our 10 year old self, you know, uh, originally thought we would have been doing by now. That's not the case. Uh, time change doesn't mean we're a failure, you know, but it, it definitely, um, you know, from the eyes of our 10 year old and probably from the eyes of our parents too, our success, uh, who we get married to, um, things we obtain or reach our goals is all, on a different timeline that we appreciate. So thank you guys as always. So thank you listeners, you know, take this question. Like we always say, take this question, run it by yourself. Have, have that deep thought about it, run it by your friends and family and see what you guys come up with. And as always feel free to send us questions and feedback and we're going to continue to do this. We're going to continue to try to improve and hope to, see you guys next week. So appreciate you guys. Thank you again. This is our stories, your legacy, and we are out.